Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Sendaparatna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack and we will get started. Today I have some peach ginger tea that I got um, from a dear friend. Thank you so much, Tracy. What a fun gift. It's super cute. It came in like a little zip bag. Oh my goodness, it's adorable. Anyway, and some Nilla wafers. So let's get real. You know, when you're in that crazy season of life where everything seems to be thrown at you all at the same time, this is one of those weeks for me. I just got done traveling a pretty long distance this weekend, and now I have probably every day full, and we all have that, right? Like, all of a sudden, you look ahead, and you're like, when is the next day? I don't have something scheduled. How did this happen? What's going on? Um... <laughs> Anyway, one of the things on my schedule this week was for me one of the most dreaded things that ever comes home from school or from a church or from a family event. Really, it doesn't matter. I love them, but I hate participating in them. Now, you're like, Jenny, what are you talking about? You're what's what's going on? They are called potlucks here in Minnesota. I don't know what they're called other places. Um but in Minnesota, it's called a potluck, and everybody brings one or two, or some people bring 20 dishes, it feels like, and they bring them, and then you have a little bit of everything from somebody, but the idea is you're supposed to bring something yourself. Now, I love cooking, absolutely love cooking. Don't get me wrong, like, it is something I do almost every single day for three meals a day. <laughs> okay, breakfast, I don't do a lot of cooking, let's be honest. This morning I made scrambled eggs, but that's a rare, rare rarity in my house. Normally it's like, would you like cereal or would you like cereal or would you like a piece of toast? Like I can do those things in the morning because I'm not a morning girl. So that I've made toast, it feels like, wow, I've really accomplished a lot this morning. Anyway, the dreaded potluck. Now, I think part of this for me is my grandmother was like the hostess who could whip something up and bring it to the church every single Sunday. She was always in charge of coffee. Um, at least every time I was at her home, she was always in charge of coffee. And I know there were other people that I could name off that were in charge of coffee. But she did the best coffee after church. So she would have like six different kinds of bars. And, you know, you're like, this is this is wild. Like she whipped them up this morning and here they are. Here's six different kinds of bars to go with your coffee. You know, and there'd be other people that'd be like, look, I bought a package of cookies from the store. You can deal with it. <laughs> okay, that's me, right? So I get married at the really young age of 20, and I remember the first potluck at the church that we were pastoring, and I was like, this is a bad plan. And my grandmother was alive, and I called her, and I said, Grandma, what do I make for a potluck? It's our first potluck at the church. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what people like. I don't know what people eat. You know, I know nothing about these people because we were very new to the church at the time. And my my grandmother said, Jenny, be safe, make jello. And I did, I made jello. It didn't go over well. 
know because honestly I didn't know how to make jello at that point and it was really runny and didn't really set because I think I get a little more ambitious with the water than I'm supposed to um because I'm like that doesn't look it's enough let's stretch it a little bit more you know my grandmother was so meticulous when it came to measurements she'd like scrape off the top of the flour and I'm kind of like put it in my palm it feels like half a cup put it in you know I'm just a little more loosey-goosey when it comes to cooking and spices and baking it doesn't always work out well for baking but I have had a fear of potlucks my entire adult life other than going to them I love going to them because I love trying everybody's a little bit of everything and I always take just a little bit like a little scoop of this or that because I just like to try them and they're so fun to attend but they are so so stressful to me just beyond stressful I'm not 100% sure but this year my daughter is in a co-op for homeschooling and they are doing a Thanksgiving meal for the entire co-op and you're supposed to bring a dish to share with everyone. Now I've known about this since last year and last year I dodged a bullet because we went to Belgium and I'm like oh rats we can't go to the we can't go to the potluck what a shame we're gonna be in Belgium you know we're gonna be doing mission work so we just can't do it what a shame. So I've known for a year that this was coming back around and this year we were supposed to be in Belgium again and life has happened right you kind of know my story and with my mom being sick I just didn't feel like I could leave the country I really wanted to make sure that I was here during the time that she wasn't was going through chemo and all those kind of things so we had to say no to Belgium this year which was super sad because we wouldn't be able to go and the second thing was I knew I'd have to participate in the potluck and so I have been thinking for probably a month now, what am I going to make for a Thanksgiving potluck? Now, when I was a kid, I'm going to go way back. My second grade teacher every single year had a Thanksgiving potluck for her class. And every parent would bring something. In fact, she would give out recipes to parents that were like more original to the original Thanksgiving um, story. And so someone would have to make this like, weird corn mealy thing and you know so there someone would have to make some of these different more original kind of things that all of our second graders were like ew <laughs> you know that's just because second graders when I was a kid didn't have the palate they probably have now and but it was my favorite day in second grade because everybody brought all these fantastic things. My mom brought pumpkin pie because she makes the best pumpkin pie in the world. I don't know what she does to it because I've never been able to duplicate it, even though I have the recipe. I think there's something she left off. Anyway, she and I just remember she brought pumpkin pie and I was so proud because my mom bought, brought the best thing of the entire meal someone else's mom brought apple pie and I'm like how does this even work like who eats apple pie for Thanksgiving <laughs> see there was me I'm the second grader with this very single mind anyway and I just remember being so proud of my mom and this really fun meal and it was just such a blast and in fact many years later when I was in my 20s I actually worked with this second grade teacher 
um, for several years. And every year she still had or they still had the tradition of having that meal done by the parents. And someone would bring in mashed potatoes and gravy and turkey. And I mean, it was incredible. So here I am knowing that now I am the parent at this Thanksgiving potluck. And I'm like, okay, my mashed potatoes are okay, but I don't know how to bring them to a potluck and keep them warm. That is not something I know how to do. And I don't know that I really have time this, you know, I'm looking at the schedule going, my husband has surgery, my mom has surgery, I have something all day on Saturday, my daughter has something all day Sunday, da, 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 you know, going down the list. Okay, mashed potatoes need to come off the table. Well, I do have a pretty decent stuffing recipe. I can make stuffing, you know, like you're going through all these things. And I'm like, okay, maybe I make a dessert. Like I'm okay with desserts. I've got some really yummy ones that I think teenagers would really love because you're not catering to second graders. You're catering to teenagers. And I have like this weird pressure on me to impress them for some reason. No one's going to know it's mine. (laughs) You know, she doesn't know the however many hundreds of kids are in this what this co-op. She doesn't know everybody, her close friends. Yes. But, you know, and so I'm like really kind of freaking out about it. I'll be completely honest. Like I was looking through my grandmother's recipes, which I have thousands of handwritten recipes. So if you ever want some recipes, let me know. Send me an email. I'll send you some I'll send you some recipes on pretty much everything. I don't think there's much she did not cover anyway. So I'm looking through recipes. I'm trying to find something that will kind of be a fun thing at this potluck. And finally, I was I was honestly so stressed about it. I prayed about it. Like I, I really was like, this is getting a little um, consuming in my head. <laughs> I'm going to pray about what to do. And I felt like God said, why don't you ask Samantha what she would like you to bring? And I'm like, okay, that's scary. Because every time I ask Samantha what she wants for dinner that week, she picks the hardest meal that I make. Like there's four or five meals that take over half an hour that I make. And she always chooses one of them. And she's like, can you make um, t- can you make tacos? Because I make my taco shells from scratch. So that's kind of a, a bigger one. That's one of her favorite meals. And I'm like, sure, I'll make tacos. So I was a little nervous about like asking her what I should make because I thought she's going to say something that's one of her favorites and that takes me a really long time and, you know, like a seven layer cake or something. Okay, let's be fair. I've never made a seven layer cake, but I just had this really, really irrational. Now I know it's irrational fear, probably more rational when I know what she chooses every week for dinner. Anyway, so I went to her and I was like, hey, Samantha, your potluck at school's coming up and you get to attend this year because we're not going to be out of town. Do you have something you'd like me to bring? And instantly the girl said something that brought complete joy to my heart. And she said, yeah, can you bring jello squares? And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, there was just like a moment of like, did I hear her right? Am I like imagining what's going on? And she was like, yeah, you know, those squares of jello that you make jello jigglers um, for those who read the box. Um, she's like, could you make those? Those would be really fun. And I was like, 
I can, I can make those. And I said, but you know, honey, I can make something Thanksgiving like I can make a dessert. I can, you know, something. She's like, nope, Jello is good. It, it was just a moment of, okay, here I have spent two months, maybe even longer. Let's just be real. You know, in the middle of January going, oh, I have a potluck coming up. Um, <laughs> and, and really all she wanted was something simple like jello squares. And yes, I've made the jello squares. I made two batches and they are going tomorrow in my Rubbermaid and woot. Like, that is what's going to happen. But it was that moment for me that I realized that God was like, Jenny, why didn't you bring this to me earlier? Why have you been carrying this around, stressing, reading recipes, when really the simplest answer was right there if you would have asked? Ooh, and for me, that was so like, wow, you're right. I so often carry around these burdens that I just don't want to bother other people with. I don't necessarily like talking to God about a potluck seems a little weird, you know, <laughs> like, hey, God, what should I bring to that potluck? Seems like a really weird thing to do. But when it is something that you are thinking about and that is keeping you at what well, was not keeping me up at night, I'll just be complete. It was not keeping me up at night, but it was something that kept coming back to my mind like, oh, I have to take care of this. What should I do? And I never brought it to God because I didn't think it was a big enough deal. And I just want to remind you today that it is a big enough deal, that something that is just that small, a small little potluck that just twinges on anxiety just a little bit for you um, is worth talking to God about. And he wants to hear it and he has an answer for you. It is not going to be rocket science probably. But sometimes you need to give your worries to God. There are so many verses in the Bible about casting your burdens and, and giving your worries to God. And every time after that, it says, God will sustain you. God will care for you. God will take care of it. Like there is never a time that it says, cast your worries and I'm going to ignore them. Um, I have not found it. Maybe I'm not a Bible scholar. And maybe it's there and I've missed it, but I've never seen that. I've always seen that God has a plan underneath you giving him even the smallest worries. So this week, as you're walking through the week and you're looking at your crazy busy schedule and there's something that's nagging at you that you cannot figure out and it may be minute or maybe huge, it is time to turn that over to God and say, God, what can I do about this? And he will have an answer to sustain and care for you in that moment. He's going to have already your 15-year-old ready to say jello squares, and you go, I can do jello squares. <laughs> and I've worried about this for how long? Because I didn't turn it over. And so this week, I just ask you to go through your week and go, hey, you know what, Lord, I've got this thing coming up. I've got a small doctor's appointment. It really isn't a big deal, but I am worried about my cholesterol or my kids are in a basketball tournament this weekend and I'm just not sure how things are all going to work out and who's going to get who where. And, you know, there's too many places to be going. Hand that over and say, Lord, how are we going to do this? You know, he cares about your schedule. He cares about your health. He cares about your emotional well-being. He cares about that test that you're about to take. That isn't let make or break, 
But it is something that you're worried about. So it's time to hand that over and to say, God, what can I do about it? Just take a second or two and just ask him, Lord, I'm, o- I'm overwhelmed about a potluck that really does has nothing to do with my entire life. And I don't even get to eat there. Um, and my daughter will say, I'll say, hey, honey, what kind of food will you, did they have? And she'll be like, I don't know, like I had jello. <laughs> and I had some rolls. I do remember the rolls. You know, it is sometimes we get so wrapped up in things that are so minute, but so control our emotions. And I just ask you this week to hand it over to God. Well, that's all I have for you this week. You can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook. Now, in our in our Facebook group, Real Life with Jenny, if you're listening to this anytime soon, which I hope you are, in November, we are having a exchange, a real life exchange. I'm so excited. We're just going to do small gifts to one another just to spread a little bit of joy. Anyone is welcome, ages 9 to 99, come on in. Male, female, it doesn't matter. Just find the Real Life with Jenny group and sign up. Tell us a little bit about yourself so the person can give you a really fun, cute little gift. And just connect with one another. It is the season that we can so often um, pretend to connect with people. But I really would love to connect with you and see how things are going with you. So find us at Real Life with Jenny on Facebook, our private group. Um, There's also one that says Real Life with Jenny podcast. You can join that too. But the group is what's doing the exchange. So that's my little plug for today. I just pray this week that you hand over every thought and every worry, no matter how big or how small, and see what God can do with it. See what God's plan is for that worry and that burden. Have a great week.